Welcome to our table, the boardroom. Mm -hmm. And this is where we as women with different lifestyles, backgrounds, experience and exposures come to start, scale and level up Mm -hmm. for ourselves and for others. Mm -hmm. So what we're talking about at the table today, ladies, what are are we talking about? You know, this is this is the first episode. We did it. (laughs) Y'all, and this is real life because the water is being poured with ice in the background. We're being served. We're being served in the boardroom. (laughs) And um, and so, you know, let's let's really just chill. Why? Why was this boardroom created? Why Why was this boardroom podcast created, you know? And I like to describe it as boardroom business that women are being called to because as I always share the story I, I'm terrible with dates Lord I should have write the date down I should actually <laughs> look for the date right to see when all of this happened but just say how long I've been under the chamber many years let's say many years <laughs> has it been a decade as yet yes and yeah and I have met, known each other for a decade. And I would say a little under a decade ago, I was active in the boardroom. It, it doesn't feel that long. And that's why I'm second guessing. It doesn't feel like I've been out of the chamber for that long. Mm-hmm. But we, it was around that time. Mm-hmm. And being in the boardroom, I was appointed the youngest female to sit on the board of directors and at that point of course that was a huge accomplishment Big. <laughs> because one you don't often see women actively participating in the boardroom at that level mm-hmm. and two I was the youngest um, and three I guess if I could say a third it was wow some of these people that I looked up to Mm-hmm. As businessmen, predominantly, we now are sitting at the table together. The same table. Right? And I think of, you know, a Leon Williams, who's, who has been my mentor. And and I could even say my friend. We were now, at, but he was, he was seeing it to me. He mm-hmm. was, I looked up to you, but now we're at this table. But anyway... Uh, and so that went on for a while. And, and then, of course, we had the monthly board meetings, mm-hmm. which was always fascinating because, you know, you, you at the chamber level, you know what's happening in the country right. almost. Um, and so we got these briefings and, you know, it was exciting. You know, I like, I like that type of stuff, right? <laughs> Get you going. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I didn't know. <laughs> But, you know, what, and so that was always well and good. You know, the prestige and the excitement of that was good. But then there were times when I used to look. And I think at that year, there was, I think, two other female, two other women. Okay. uh, On the board that year, if I could remember. But I used to look at the wall. And of course, in my role as executive director of the Chamber Institute, that was also not only the room that we, um, we met as board uh, direct board of directors, but I was also the training room. So I lived in the boardroom mm-hmm. of the chamber, and 
Um, so either me sitting at the table at a board meeting or me actually preparing for a workshop, I lived in that room and that room was surrounded by photos on the wall. And the chamber at that point was celebrating around that time was celebrating its 80 year history because we had all of the fun, fun, fanfare around 80 years, et cetera. And so I always remember that. And, and the 80 year history, you look at the wall and you, you look at the wall and you, you look at the, the leaders, mm-hmm. you look at the man who runs the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were out of the 80 year history, it always, and it was like, you know, you could see something once and you have a reaction to it. Right. Mm-hmm. But again and again, but when you see something every day mm-hmm. and you still have, like, sometimes I used to pass it and be like, okay, I see that already. But then almost on a regular basis, I would go into the boardroom and I would look at the wall, even sometimes by myself, mm-hmm. like I in there because I had to walk through it. And I'm like, where are the women? <laughs> and there were two women on the wall and they were, I mean, they were fabulous women, but I was like, there's only two of them. And so, you know, that was always my passion to say, why are not, why are not more women in the boardroom? Why are not more women, not only in the boardroom, but stepping up to be business leaders? Mm-hmm. We are leaders of our homes. We are leaders of our communities. Mm-hmm. We are kind of comfortable there. Why aren't more of us prepared to lead in business? And so that's kind of where the the question started to come up. And then, of course, we know Dr. Miles. He lives in my head, even to this day. And And to anyone who doesn't know, that's Dr. Miles Miles Monroe. Monroe. The. (laughs) And every time I get upset, you can't help but hear him and his comment that says, if you get angry... That's a key. That's something. Mm-hmm. That, that's, a, that's a clue or mm-hmm. key for you to do something about it. And yeah. so every time I get angry, I just hear, I'm like, I don't get angry no more because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the time to do anything else. But it started to percolate from there. Like, okay, why is this, why is this getting to me? Um, and so that was kind of how the seed was planted. Um, and And it was, Fast forward several years later, after I'd left the boardroom now, um, being a consultant to the boardroom after leaving and just having that conversation with the new CEO of the boardroom. And at that the boardroom point, of, the, of the chamber. The, of the chamber. Yes. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Cherie and Charmaine, there was a third women, woman chairman, oh, female. Really? Chairman. By that time. By that time. Right, I'd left, I'd done my thing, and um, a new chairman of the boardroom came, and it was a female. And I was ecstatic. I was ecstatic. I'm like, yes, yes, we have a new female chairman. Of course, we still have the male of course. members. Of course. And then there was also a new CEO of the chamber, mm-hmm. who, again, we had a friendship because we had worked together uh, in, in a business Previous before. And so I remember going into his office and we were talking about, you know, me coming in as a consultant to do more work um, with the chamber at that point. And I, I just had the conversation led to, oh, I'm so excited and so proud of so-and-so for being, you know, appointed the chairman. I'm so excited to see what she's going to do. And I just was fawning over her in the office. And, and he said, just matter of fact, he said, I'm excited for her too, but 
she's going to get a lot of um, flack or she's going to, I don't know if the flack was the word that she used, but pushback or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to get a lot of pushback. I'm like, why? Why? Tell me why. Because right now all I see is, you know, and he was like, well, you know, the, some of the members of the chamber has already started to question her ability. And, and one even asked what size check can she write? So they were already questioning her impact. Yes. Wow. And her income. And income. And, income. Mm-hmm. and influence. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sat there and I'm like, wow. I I knew, of course, they were known, obviously, as the, the, the all-boys club. Right. But that was the first time it was articulated. In that standpoint that, okay, this is what the question is like. Now that a, a woman in my um, uh, time frame is at the helm. And of course, that was, that was around the time where I attended a workshop and it was talking about membership mm-hmm. and, and programs. And um, just through a conversation, I wanted to determine what will my business development program be? And it was almost a no-brainer that the program needed to be named the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the really the mission of the boardroom, this podcast, um, to help women have the income, the influence, and what's the third one? Impact. Impact. Yes. That we we have, but naturally we have naturally, um, mm-hmm. but really just uh, having more women step yeah. into that. That's an incredible. I mean, I think I've heard that before. The whole scenario of how your concept of the boardroom came about, mm-hmm. but hearing it again, it, it it makes me really excited that you know something was has evolved from something that is, is just so natural. You know, it, it's it's not nothing contrived. This is a real need. Yes, this is something. It's, it's organic. You know, it's organic. It's like it's our time. It's yeah. it's our time to rise. It's our time to move up. It's our time to step up. Uh, but um, we need to have a framework. We need to have um, some other females supporting us in the journey. And so, hey, the boardroom is here. Anyone who has that desire to do those three things that have that impact, the influence and the, definitely the income, the income because you have to have money talks, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Money talks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the global impact, not just local, but global, global impact, positive influence, mm-hmm. seven figure income. Most definitely. And, you know, as you both were talking, the imagery that I got was especially as you were talking about you're having the monthly meetings, the table also represents something Mm -hmm. that we women do naturally, which is collaboration. When we're sitting around the table, when you're in a boardroom and you're in a board meeting, you're all sitting around the table, you're discussing, you're you're breaking down, you're trying to come to an expected end, which is the best for the company. Mm -hmm. What if we, using our impact, using our influence... Um, as we're building our income, 
collaborated, Mm -hmm. come together, being able, because that's actually the next future of wealth Mm -hmm. coming across the world. It's not something that's done on a singular, you know, it's a collaboration of um, experiences, exposures, um, intellectual property. And once you can harness that at the table, Mm the sky's the limit. And and, and men do it all the time. We got to put that in there. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely absolutely you know, they do it they do it easily mm-hmm. they do it anywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and women just i think i want us to normalize it yeah normalize women having or doing boardroom business yeah um and and because we know the saying once women win the family wins. The Communities. Communities win. win. The kids mm-hmm. win. You know, charities mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. Causes win. Um, and so I'm excited. And I'm when excited. men win, men win. Men, yeah. 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 It's, and you know, it's so interesting. I don't know if this is relevant, but it, it just comes to me because you know what is so interesting too? This whole concept of flipping flipping things on his head because the work that I get to do now, you often see women saying, and it's, it's increasing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because, you know, this, the whole concept of, you know, when you, when you become aware of something, everything else around you shows up. I yep. don't know if it's that, but as of late, there's been just so much, so many women wanting to retire their husbands. Yeah. Seriously, like yeah. that is, I am so surrounded by women who say, you know what, my goal is to make X amount of dollars and retire their husbands. And I don't know, and we talk about the impact of what boardroom business actually does. Now, of course, some men, we don't know, they can, they can handle that. Right, right. <laughs> what what would they do? <laughs> yeah, my, my husband's like, miss, you have, you'll make this, you make this money yet? I ready, I ready to be a house husband. <laughs> <laughs> But I think again, it goes back to the impact mm-hmm. where we we think about everyone who could potentially be involved. Mm-hmm. I'm talking too much. Go ahead, Sean. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just like how she she reads um, through in there. You know, when women win, communities win, and everyone win. Mm-hmm. When men win. Men win. I'm like, I know she was joking around, but but you know, there there might be some truth in that, you know. But I think we're so into wanting to spread the joy. Yeah, we want to in, spread the the impact. Um, and I guess it's no wonder why you know the good news of the resurrection came to a woman first. You know, I'm like, hey, go and and tell. Uh, yeah, go tell and. You know, and it's interesting because even when she came to the door, they didn't believe it what she was saying and they yes. closed it. So, you know, we're coming, we're coming heralding, letting them know, hey, financial freedom is possible. Yeah. We want you, we're knocking at the door with the boardroom. Trust us on yeah. this. We come with a real message and we we're hearing it from real sources, the real source <laughs> yeah. that this is possible. Yeah. So we want, as we knock on the door, trust me, it is true. It is us. Open the door, okay? Believe us. And if you need us to put, make our voice a little deeper uh, for us, for you to know, because, you know, sometimes we, we get hangups because it's a woman, but, you know, we could make it deeper if you want to, you know, believe us. Normalize 
and I love that because it goes back to what what Sheree was saying, normalize women bringing other women into the boardroom. Men bring other men into the boardroom very, listen, I don't want to tell this story in, in, in full because I know we're gonna we gonna have to hover as a guest, and I won't call the name. But I was recently talking to a, a, a woman, a coach, like Coach Red, and she was sharing just how she works in a male-dominated environment. Mm-hmm. She she negotiates um, players right to exchange uh, in the in the sports field, and again, I want to create a very short version. I'm, it was three people negotiating at the table. She was the only female. There were two, two other male. And she wanted, the male wanted to bring another male to the table after the deal had already do, was done. And her thing was, why do you need this fourth party? We, we each have our roles. Our roles are secured. We've agreed upon it. Why you need this four party? And if you need this four party, you could bring the four party in, but I shouldn't affect my dollars. <laughs> That's <and> right. Right. <laughs> you let that person come out of your cut, not my cut. Right. And in essence, the response was, this is a male-dominated environment, and if I feel that he needs to be in and you don't, you are out. Wow. Yeah. and 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 i share that because again when we think of what the boardroom business is is women being very bold because men are bold with it women being bold enough to say hey i'm going to bring my sister along i want my sister being i want my sister win in this business contract or this deal or this opportunity and not being shy enough to say, hey, you know what? I want to bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. I, she has skill sets because if we don't do it, we are outnumbered already when it comes to deals. And we have to really be intentional. And so, yeah. Now, I have to put in the disclaimer before we get started because I think we want to dive in a little deeper with the impact, the influence, and the income mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just so that people can get a better understanding for that. Guys, we are not against you. We are. We love the men's them. Um, in my best Rodney Monka voice. But really, um, this is not about putting down a male mm-hmm. to encourage a female. We just want to empower other women out there that there is room at the table for you. Mm-hmm. You know, we always hear that, oh, well, if you, you know, you don't want me at your table, I'll go make my own table. But then we'll just have a lot of one top tables all around the place. Um, we want to start to not only encourage people to sit at the table, but to sit at the same table yeah, and uh, walk in your power. Mm-hmm. So speaking of walk in your power, that brings me to impact. What would you say is how impact looks to to the world through the eyes of the boardroom. Yeah. Impact to me is having the time and the money to move causes along. That's how I see it. 
you know, when, when you interview women or the women that I see and I get to work with or I come across, impact means building a shelter for home, for the homeless. It's writing checks to charities. Um, it's being able to give when they want to give. And not just, not, not even having to truly think about or, or question what they want to give, just being able to say, hey, you know what, there's a need. And I've, I have the money, the dollars in the sense to be able to give that need. You know, I think of uh, what came to me, New Orleans, which, what was the storm that damaged Katrina. 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 Mm -hmm. and, and I think it was Beyonce. And, you know, people love her, people hate her, but she wrote the check. She, she wrote the check that supported lots of those families when Hurricane Katrina, when, when Hurricane Katrina devastated New Orleans. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's so many other examples, right? That's the one that comes to mind. But being able to say, you know what? We have the ability to impact causes, make a difference in the lives of people, um, and, and not feel it financially than we do. That is absolutely uh, correct. I think, especially as you're getting older, when you think of how many times your heart is moved, but your pocket cannot cure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people, people always question their women out there who say, I don't know if I want to be rich. You know, that's, that's this, you, you do. Well, I always say the boardroom is it for you because you got to want to be rich. I'm sorry. You got, and, and it's not being vain. It's mm -hmm. not being self-centered is recognizing that the more money I have, the more good I can do in the world. And I was talking to Glenn, we, you know, he, he is this mind, he has this mindset of, I mean, we was talking about just our vision for the next several years. And we was talking about money and his thing was, Keisha, I never really wanted to be rich. Right. And women are like that as well. And I'm like, well, I know myself. I wanted to be rich. <laughs> I saw the stuff on TV. I went travel. I went do what I want to do. I, I knew this wanted to be rich, right? And in his mind, he can reconcile what being rich would do because he thought it was only for his benefit. And I reminded him, and this is a, 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 a message to the women who are listening. Mm -hmm. I reminded him, I'm like, the amount of money you, not us as a family, because we have our giving and he has his giving and I have my giving. I said, the amount of money you give away. My husband is a giver. He's a giver through and through. I said, imagine if you were rich though. <laughs> like, I mean, imagine yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I said, money only makes you more of what you already, already are. are. So mm -hmm. if you're already a giver with what we have now or what you have now, imagine if you had 10 times, 100 times more. Mm -hmm. Come on. That's yeah. impact. Yeah. 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 I think we, I, society has done us a dirty deal. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the, the connotations behind money, you know, and what, and it it's it's really it's it's an it's an evil 
it's an evil thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because the last time I checked, the Bible tells me that money is a defense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, money uh, answered all things. It's, it's for a reason. Um, but it, it also, like you said, it magnifies who you are, but it magnifies what you can do. It magnifies what you can do. Um, I, yeah. I like uh, Jackie Robinson. He has a quote. He says, a life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. Mm-hmm. That's how you measure your level of importance. How many lives have you impacted? Mm-hmm. And money pretty much yeah. determines that. I mean, if if I have little money, I can make a little impact. If I have more money, I can make more impact. And, you know, uh, we may not want to go here. I know this is not that kind of podcast, but the last time I just said, the blessing of the Lord, make it rich. Yes. Okay. Now, if, if you do not want to be blessed, then, okay, fine. Then you could settle for being poor. But there's no way you can say you're blessed of God and there there is nothing monetary that follows with it in Correct. some way because mm-hmm. he says his blessings make you rich. Why does he want us to make, make us rich? Because he wants us to have a bigger impact in this world system. And people have taken the Bible since you went there. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep there. Go there, people Sheree. Have, Go there. People have taken the Bible out of context because, uh-huh. you know, they always say, oh, the money root, is the root. money is the root of all these. <laughs> Where is the love? The love. No, the, the love. I don't know where I first heard that, but it's the love and the lack. Uh-huh. But it's 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 <laughs> I, I love what you said. Like when you get money, it just shows you more of who you yes. are. And and we've been conditioned that um, wealth is mansions and Gucci bags. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but you know the millionaires in my life. They all drive Hondas yeah. or <laughs> some other, you know, plain Japanese car. They wear um, clothes in their closets that probably been there for about 15 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. And um, they're very normal. Yeah. But when they write those checks, mm-hmm. they can change destinies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not only we talk about the income and the impact. But the influence, yes. because now if you write me a check, I listening to you, mm-hmm. sis, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I am going to listen Absolutely. to you. You, you not, you're going to have a great influence if you can, if, if you just talk, you know, the saying, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. If you're talking to me and you're not able to influence me, then the, the the impact is not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they all tie in together. When we look at the, just the, what we want this podcast to be about is recognizing that it's building a business that produces those three things. Yeah. And if I were to encapsulate those three things into one word, it would be legacy. Mm. What's your legacy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> And no one gets remembered for the things they didn't do. So (laughs) if you want to be a person of the do, you need to be in the boardroom because we're going to up your level of do. Absolutely. And enrollments are open. But if you want to find out more, you're going to just have to stay tuned to hear this commercial insert coming up right now. We'll record that and then we can always drop that in. And and so continue to listen. Ladies, men, gentlemen, we want you to listen as well because you have women in your lives. 
And um, we'll see you on next episode. In the boardroom. Woohoo! <laughs>